Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkouts. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, yeah. exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work. We'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. <laughs> Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? I would say double. I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Yeah! Talking about expressvpn.com slash Nooners. Love ExpressVPN. You've got to have a VPN in today's world or you're not living your life right, brother. People are going to start stealing your passwords, all your bank info, everything. And I know most of you are probably thinking, uh, why don't you just use incognito mode? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode doesn't hide your activity. Doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why when I'm at home, I never go online without using Express VPN. Huge fan. I've had it for years. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background uh, of all my computers and my laptops and my phones, and it's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, like I was saying, phones, computers, uh, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it right now. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash nooners, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash nooners. Expressvpn.com slash nooners. Head there to learn more. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross Patterson Revolution. Brought to you by BlackRifleCoffee.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross Patterson Revolution. 
double doink. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck was that yesterday, James? I've used double doink way too many times. 50, 60 then. times this, this morning. You've said No it. matter what happens, nope. I'm like, oh, doink. Double, double doink. doink. Mm-hmm. When Chris Collinsworth said that during the Bears game, when that kicker hit the upright and then the uh, uh, the crossbar afterwards, double doink. It reminded me of how you need greatness. Fragile life is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, and you need greatness <laughs> at big moments like that. Even one weak link can just fuck up a moment forever. I think the ratings came in. A third of the country was watching that game last night. Probably more because of illegals. <laughs> I'm kidding. Sure. <laughs> no, but, like but, but probably more uh, because, you know... You can't really accurately measure how many people are watching in bars, houses, you know, sure, all that shit. And that's the call. Double doink. Chris Collinsworth is the goddamn worst. I want to say this because I'll, I'll save it for the sports show on, on Drinking Bros, um, sports companion show on Wednesday. I want to say this before we get, get out of there on this one is I think Gus Johnson mm-hmm. should call every game in the history of sports. And and that way we don't have to worry about double doink, oh, doink, doink, double doink. How many times can it hit the upright? In the most shocking play I, I've ever seen to end a game, besides you know looking at highlights of the uh, the, the the Franco to the Bradshaw catch, the immaculate reception. Mm-hmm. That's probably the most shocking ending to a football game I've I've ever seen, where that ball literally could have gone in. Or out, flip a coin, and it, and it really doesn't matter. I had to kick for my high school football team. We didn't have a kicker. And I played soccer, and they were like, hey, you want to you fucking do this? And I was like, yeah. I've never done that in thousands of kicks. I've never seen it done. Just to hit the upright alone, it's really, really difficult. And, and you're talking about the double doink, right? I'm not only the double doing, just hitting the post. Yeah. And then NBC had the footage yeah, such queued a up. Small amount. Yeah. It's like queued hitting up a of target. Like, well, he's done it five times before. Let's show you that real quick. Oh, How, well, whoever that producer was in the truck, and it is a truck, by the way. They make these motherfuckers sit out in a truck in the parking lot. Um, it, it's, it's weird. It's like an, an old school FBI surveillance van. Why? I don't know. They, they, I guess they don't want to lug all the equipment into the stadium because it's heavy and there's a million you know pieces and all that shit because they're they're doing so many games i don't even know if the booth is equipped for it in nfl stadiums which is i think why they're out in the truck whoever queued up that footage though congratulations or why yeah. you didn't even think to do that i wouldn't Seriously. have even thought to do that like it's one thing to show Listen, a kicker you have miss. it you have it on hand yeah you'd have it on hand right you would but because it kind of it, it a lot of times it comes down to a kick, right? It, it does, but to expect the kicker to hit the upright, there's a lot of kickers that or miss. miss. He's missed. They yeah. would just show that. I don't know, yeah. But that specific footage oh that fast, whoever that guy is, real MVP. Yeah. He's not getting a lot of mentions, but he should. It would be great to get him for this show. It takes me so long to just edit, you know? <laughs> This show, it'd be great to get someone that could go through footage, find how many times he hit the upright. Um, And here's the difference um, between the way I watch football and you is I felt bad 
just like so bad for him. And it made me sad. Um, I don't know if you guys feel that or you just like, fuck you. Like, yep. You know, do, do you have that moment of like, oh my God, like you feel so bad for him. You think about him going home. I think about him talking to his family. I, t- I think about the teammates telling him, don't worry about it, but you know, you need to worry about it. Sure. All I, that goes through my mind. I don't think so much about the player themselves. Cause that guy, like I, cause I know what it is. Like that guy's going to, to home to his own personal hell and it's going to last the rest of his life like a Steve Bartman or somebody like that. So I already know what happens to that guy. That's sad to me. What I think of in a selfish way, which is sick, is the fans. Because when the Falcons lost that Super Bowl, it was probably what, like, not probably, it, it is. I'm going to say it is. It's the most improbable comeback of all time. To be a fan in the stadium sitting there watching it, I know what it's like like to get the life sucked out of a stadium and you're in shock with 100,000 people. The Bears fans were the same way where like nobody moved and that but but I was this was one of the first times where I'm not a fan of either team. I obviously host a sports show and I, I actually picked the Bears to win that game along with most of the fucking nation. I sat there and stared at that TV. You were with me for like five minutes in disbelief and I just wanted to see that play over and over again because I couldn't believe it. Then I thought about the fans of not only just moving on to the next round, but like you, you play all year. You have a great team. And then but to the lose like that. Fans don't play. So that's like my, that's the disconnect. Sort of. So my feeling is for the guy, an actual like loss of money, loss of job, people hating him. And you feel bad for the people watching the game. And that's the difference. But that's what you get paid to do. And that's your job. So I know I'm just saying like, it's just sad to see someone like lose everything yes. in one double doink. It, it is. And um, that's, that's all. That's where I go with it. Man. It's a, it's a weird feeling. It's a weird feeling watching. I, I just, yeah. Um, cause it, it, look, it affects everything too. travel and all that other stuff. There was a, one of my beef fries, which a diehard bears fan was just like, Hey man, and I get tickets to the Bears-Rams game in L.A. And I was like, yeah, I can, I can get you tickets for that. No problem. Nothing. Like, he's not going anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, he had made plans and everything else. And that's sports. And that's what makes it fun. And, and that's why the ratings on sports are still high to this day. And you can recover. Whereas the Golden Globes ratings were in the toilet last night. Right. The absolute shitter last mm-hmm. night. Well, it wasn't fun. No. It was not fun, was it? No, there weren't any. There were no doinks. Nope. No double doinks. No double doinks. A star no. was snubbed. <laughs> oh, don't. Yeah, you're welcome for that, James. A star was born was going to win uh, Gaga, uh, Best Picture. Uh, maybe B Coops, you know, maybe B Coops. Look, I thought it should have, but hey. That was my favorite film of of last year, and uh, she won for best song, and that was that was about it. I, I don't know, and what I don't know what that. World. By the way, I don't know what that speech would have been like. I mean, she was so even with the uh, song. Uh, oh, when when uh, she won for um, American Horror Story, it was just oh my god, such a dramatic speech. Yeah. I don't think they wanted it again. Maybe. 
Maybe they didn't. I mean, they gave her one though. So yeah, but they didn't let her talk. Yeah, the other guy talked. Yeah, the other they guy. were like, "Let me yeah. just yeah, but, off but, 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 the but, side, back up, back up. just back up to the side." We're gonna have a man kind of, you know, <laughs> talk about it without too much emotion and just a very yeah. um, poignant. Mark Ronson was the guy's name, the producer of that song. Um, I did not think. Bohemian Rhapsody won. I did not think it deserved to win, not only for Best Picture, but Best Actor. Mm-mm. What? I think everyone what? was saying it's that Live Aid performance. It's the Live Aid performance. It's the Live Aid karaoke. Yeah. Yeah. P- dancing around with a fake mustache. I, I, I don't understand sure. it whatsoever. Um, a again, bit of practice. The and film I was just mediocre. Like it was, a, you know, it reminded me of like a VH1. Music special, not no. It was an, an opus Academy to Award Brian winning. May. Like you want to, you want to see a a music pick that dessert. Like Ray, Ray was fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Walk the line, it was sure. fucking awesome. This was not. This wasn't neither of those, and it won two awards. And then Glenn Close won for the wife, which I, I didn't even know was a movie until it showed up in our mailbox. Because we get the, the SAG screeners. We you get didn't to, know it was a movie. We get to vote on all this shit, so we get the screeners. And, and uh, I, when that showed up in the, in the mailbox, and I opened it up, and I was like, ooh, what screener is this? The wife. And it's just Glenn Close, no fuss haircut. Yep. Mom, you know, grandma. Mm-hmm. What's with that, by the way? What? Why, why don't older women have long hair? Have you seen? Stringy. Is it too stringy? Yeah, um, just like the top lip, the hair really goes. (laughs) Have you seen an older gal with like a longer gray and white mop? Uh, Halloween. Betty White. Halloween. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes, yes. That's how it gets. Ah. It's a very, it's a very frizzy and you know, gray hair has a different texture. Sure. Than regular hair. So when it's all gray. It's wiry. That's a Brillo. Yeah. That's a Brillo pad. Um, Jamie so, yeah, Lee Curtis was... Oh. She was not afraid to go she gray. She is not afraid, and that is a bright white. And it's a slick back. It's weird, because she still looks young-ish. Like, she could get away with, you know, dyed hair if she wanted to. Yeah, or just, I mean, just a little bit longer. But yeah, I mean, at a certain point, what do I know? But like... Who are you trying to fucking impress? Yeah. You know? <laughs> right? I mean, I'm even there where I'm like, oh, you know, I don't get as much help at the grocery store or what, what have you. <laughs> Who am I trying to impress? I'm lugging around two kids. I got a wedding ring. What, what are we going to do? Yeah. You and me, huh, bud? We're going to uh, run away together? Yeah, we're going to leave. Sure. We're going to leave and go to an uh, island. What are, we, what are you going to make all my dreams come true? Yeah. Well, I will not make yours come true. I be- uh, believe me. <laughs> um, the other thing is, uh, you know, I'd like to say that I am the first woman producer. Yep. At this exact weight that can't Google <laughs> to ever have a job. I'm the first. There was Oof. a lot of that, right? God, that was my biggest I'm gripe last night. the first one. Yeah. And you know, that's true. What I just said, that's all very true. I bet it's really hard to get a job out there without knowing Google, I bet. 
Don't you think? So every single person who won last night, and this is my biggest, biggest gripe with the Golden Globes, which is why these ratings are going to continue to be like this. Every single person wanted to be, wanted to be the, the first. first at something, and they were they were goddamn determined to tell you why. Starting with the the opening monologue, so you had Annie Samberg and Sandra O, oh, which snooze fest those two. I, if you want to, you want to talk about the, the the PC culture really taking over. You pick the two safest, most boring to. people on the planet of different races, so that way no one was offended. Mm-hmm. It wasn't too white, right? Eh, it was just, uh... and they kept talking about the diversity. Every sentence, everything that was talked about the Golden Globes, diversity, diversity, diversity. Yeah. Yep. Um, so you had, you had Sandra Oh who came up there. Mm-hmm. She it stops this comedic monologue to, and I thought like people started laughing because they thought she was joking. She gets choked up, but like you could tell it was super fake. Uh huh. It was one of those acting just, class choked uh, uh, up. I want to take this moment. Don't think I don't know how important this moment is as the first Asian American woman to host the thing and blah, 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 no, blah, blah. Like, and, I'm like, and I'm looking out. At all of these diverse faces of all colors, and you will get to see it too. And then they put the camera on each like yeah. actor that's a different color, different race. <laughs> they put it on that Mayan quinceanera gal. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know every everybody. Um, I hope to live in a world where we don't have to keep pointing that out. Well, so you go from her, right, to, hang on, you go from her to ga- to Gaga, right? Even Gaga, when she gets up there and, and speaks, goes into, launches into, do you know how hard it is for a woman in this industry? To be taken seriously? What? Gaga, you haven't had problems with that in many years. Ten years, yeah. I, I don't understand, and not only that, but like, if you look at the history of music, there's been a million million women singers who have been crazy powerful i mean you want to you let's go down the list you got uh patty labelle mm-hmm. fucking aretha franklin mm-hmm. I, I mean for real yeah. like great diana ross like mm-hmm. these were boss ass bitches for years and years and years and then you i mean you get into i mean jesus like abba stevie and nicks. stevie nicks and I mean, if Stevie Nicks wanted to fucking do that's the thing is she was just like, it's so hard for women to blah, blah. Like she Lady Gaga doesn't have that problem. If Stevie Nicks wanted to fucking do something, it would get done. Yeah. If Lady Gaga walked into anywhere and said, I want to do this, it gets fucking done. Believe Adele, that. Beyonce. Beyonce. Beyonce fucking rules Madonna. the world. I mean, Madonna was the queen for fucking ever. If Donna would, wanted would, to do something, they would fucking let her do it. That's Whitney it. Whitney Houston. I mean, look, if you go back through the years, you could argue the greatest singer in the world has been a female for, what, 40, 50 years? That's the thing is I just think we were doing okay. <laughs> I don't do you know what I mean? I think we were doing okay. I think I, I never thought that I, as a child or a young woman or whatever, I never thought I couldn't do something. I didn't want to. Um, but if I did, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I never thought like, oh, I couldn't. No one would. You know? Yeah. I thought if I wanted to, I thought if I wanted to be an astronaut or something, I could. 
Yeah. I never thought I couldn't. Not for one second. So I thought we were doing okay. As and I women. knew, yes, and I knew if I wanted to be a CEO or a own a company or something like this, I could. I saw what those people had to be like. And it's you have to be a hardcore, stone cold boss. Yeah. And I personally don't that's not a strength of mine. So I knew that like I could it wasn't what I wanted to do, but I saw them all over. I saw yeah. boss ass bitches yep. being fucking bitchy and getting what they wanted all over the place. Yeah. And, and, um, and look, same with, with men in that regard of men of high power with Trump. You got to be a fucking asshole. You have to be an asshole. Same with women. You have to be a fucking asshole. I've met a million successful women. I mean, that is we the talked difference. about Amy Pascal last night who, who yeah. ran Sony for years and years and years uh, before she got outed in that uh, North Korea leak of of the emails where she called Angelina Jolie a cunt and all that Again, other shit. I don't see the problem with that. Me but neither. Go ahead. Um, but I think there was. Some I, I can personally tell you because I, I did a movie for them. When she walked into rooms and parties, we all kissed the fucking ring of Amy Pascal. Of like, hey man, it, she had more power than any dude in every room we walked into. Hands I think down. Every casting director that I yes. read for was a like a woman bitchy woman. Yeah. And that's just it. And I knew, again, if I wanted to be like that, I could do it. I didn't think for one second that it wasn't available to me. No. It's just something I did. It's not a road I wanted to go down. Um, so I think we, I thought we were doing okay. So, and now so, it's so weird to hear. Over and over woman, and over and woman, over. It's so hard for women. We don't want women. I need to hire 50% women. I just think. Okay, I don't know. I feel I feel weird. Like, what, what do I not? Yeah. So, know? so look, you have Gaga with the with the woman comment, right? Mm-hmm. Then you had Regina King who mm-hmm. got up there and said, "I I think we should hold everybody responsible. I have my own production company. I'm going to I demand that fifty percent of the crew be women. That's not gonna, that's not going to be good enough, Regina, because they're going to need to be some thirty uh, percent lesbian." There's going to need to be 20. Yeah. Um, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Of different races. <laughs> yeah. It's not going to be good enough. If you just hired 50 white women, 50% white women, you'd have a problem. Yeah. Right. It can't just be women. No, it's got to be diverse women. And uh, I guess that's the thing of, of the award shows now is there has to be some kind of underdog that we are championing. Championing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Championing. Because before it was like Oscars so white. So then we got, you know, that kind of diversity. Now it's like time's up. Now we need to put, it's like there has to always be an undercurrent. I don't remember it always being like that, but I guess. So, but here's the problem with Regina King's statement of 50% of crew members have to be women. Here's the real shit about crew members. 75, 80% of them are lugging around heavy ass shit all day. Lighting equipment, cameras. Uh, fucking sandbags. God, I mean, you name it, coolers. It's even the craft service people lugging around giant ass coolers full of shit. No offense, but that's not really a job a, a woman wants. And it's still hard, exactly. But I think it's still hard for men to watch women do that without jumping in because and it's helping. So physically so now demanding. You're, now you're taking away from your job to help this person. Right. Do you know what I'm yeah. saying? Because guys aren't going to stand around and watch the lady right. lug the shit around. Right. So now we have three guys 
you know, helping this woman do something, whereas one guy would have done it. So there's still that. And yeah. if you if you think that there that that isn't true, uh, you're an idiot, and you're just um, blind. I guess if you think that that that's not the dynamic, we've seen it a million times. We've hired um, a woman cinematographer before. And it was, you know, we needed physically demanding. I, I, we needed I someone else to carry the hired, camera. Yes, a, a director of photography. Yes, somebody else to carry the camera. All that other shit. So like, that's two people. And everybody that one person felt can do. bad. Exactly. Everyone felt bad. And to be honest, some of the shots were off. Yeah. So hey, because you're tired, you're exhausted, you're lugging around heavy equipment, and then you've got to even hard, it out. Man. It's hard. It's hard. Man. It's hard. I've and worked. Like, I've worked with two female because, and that was another one. Somebody else brought up. They were like, "Oh, and you know what was amazing about this this production is that I had a female director of photography." I've worked with two now. Both he, of them have had problems carrying equipment around because it's so goddamn heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then lining it up, and it's like you know somebody else was there to help you. There's nothing wrong with saying, "Hey, I I can't do X, whatever that is." Like I'm white, I can't play basketball as well as other people can. I, what's the fucking there can what's be, the problem with admitting that you just can't do certain things based on on certain physical limitations be it by the race or by gender i don't understand what, what's what's so hard about that and if there's a cinematographer out there with just an amazing eye right that you you have to hire this this woman right this woman cinematographer that just has this way yeah of making a a movie look amazing um, that's cool, but you are going to have to, it has to be a big enough budget that you need to hire two other people to, you know, carry the stuff and, and that's fine. You know, bigger budgets, I guess can do that, but on a smaller budget film, it's really hard to do that. Yeah. And that's, you know, it's next to impossible. Cause then you're asking somebody else for their time and they're, exa- I mean, they're doubly exhausted cause they're doing two jobs instead of one. Let's face it. You're not paying them extra to, to to help out the woman or whatever it is. Mm-mm. Then you had the gay guy who came up there last night and was still fighting for, it is not over. We must resist. Gay men are still having a problem. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, what was this? no, they are Which not. Which one was this? Um, some fucking, uh, God damn it. I forget what movie it was. Um, um, did we see it or did you see it after a musical? I... Yeah. After you went to sleep. Oh, okay. Um, okay. and, I it, and it was it. just like, and, and you're just sitting there going, Oh my God, no, everyone needs a fight. No, everyone the gay mafia has been be running that town for years and years and years. The yeah. gays are fine. Uh, you're good. Yeah. You're, we're you're good. more than good. Can we move on from it? But it seems like so women are having a problem after another, after another, everyone had a problem with something still where you're just like, no. You don't have that problem. No, the next person, you don't have that problem. And then Peter Farrelly, for fuck's sakes. Mm. Comedian, Peter Farrelly. He did something about Mary and every gross-out comedy, you know. I I love him. I love the Farrelly brothers. Totally. But he does Green Book, which Mm -hmm. is his first drama. He's always wanted to do one. Congratulations, he did one. He goes up there with a, a, a speech that is an ancient Egyptian scroll. It's so goddamn long. It's rolled out. And you're like, oh, man. And the music tried to, to play him off. And he goes, no, do not, my, do not cut me off. Do not cut me I off. I love that. This is more romance. So he gave a speech about what it's like to do a movie with a white and a black man in the 60s for Green Book and how they all are, are able to come together and how mm-hmm. we all need to do that as a people. To come together. Yeah. I do. I I'm, don't. 
your stupid speech because you were affected by your own movie. Fuck off with this. Like, do you have a kid? Do you have kids? Yep. Send me, send me their class pick. Yep. <laughs> Just send me the class pick of all the. Yeah. Yeah. I know. And I'll let you know if I think that you have enough diversity. Yeah. In your life, and if you're because we know we know where you're, we, know. we know the private school your kids go to. And we know what that class pick looks Guarantee like. Guarantee there's one black kid in that, that pick. That is really where it starts. And it's LeBron James's kid. By the way, that is really where it starts. It is. So if you really want to walk that walk and talk that talk. Yep. And we have friends that are going to try it. You go to the public school. In, in under, Los Angeles. Underfunded. Yeah. Inner city. Yep. And you, you put your kids around not, the diversity. Not even in inner city. San, like Santa Monica High. Santa Monica High. Congratulations. Right? Send them there. Don't, I challenge you to not, that would be my speech. Yes. I challenge you to not put your children in private school so that we can level this all out. We can get our, our, our public schools back to the balance that you guys want in the world. Yeah. Okay? And that's where it's going to start. It's not going to start up on your fucking stage talking to people that already do that in their lives and to by the way we're fine to reverse it the kids need to i i know a big actor who pulled his kid out of a school that was in a nice neighborhood um because when he went to the first pta meeting the 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 children and this was elementary school the children there said why why aren't your parents brown and he looked around and was just like oh my gosh um, and the, the, the teacher was like, yeah, your, your child seems disinterested and not here at school or whatever. And he's like, well, I'm, I'm going to pull my child from here. And he's like, I, I heard they're just learning English from like K through five, which is true. Right. Right. The principal called after that and said, you're the problem. You're the problem of why we can't have, you know, segregated school or, or, or you know, non-segregated schools and, In and a way, diversity. He's not wrong. I know, but it does take that that rich actor, that whatever, and it does. Take, they will never do it. I know, but I have to say that I don't love looking at my kids' class pick. I talked about this with one of our good friends, Summer, where it's like I don't love looking at it right. and seeing all white blonde faces. I don't. I do want there to be a little bit. But yeah. I don't know what that answer is because I don't want to put him in the school downtown. So it, I, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. But, it, you know, if you look at my class pick at my public school in Ventura, which is nice. It's not L.A. It's a little bit different. There's a lot of dif- diversity. Right. But it was, it was equal. It wasn't one or the other. It, was just, it really was just a mix of people um, that lived in this small town. So... I don't know how to get it back that way. Well, they try to look. They, 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 they try, they've tried problem. it in Florida with busing, where you're busing kids and splitting it up. And yeah, but then that, that's a that nightmare. Isn't, it really has to start at like the preschools, because preschool you can go wherever you want. Yeah, you know, and they all are around the same price. You know, they're all at churches, so they're not gouging everybody. You know, so that really is where you need to like. I drive out of my way. To go to the school that I like. Yeah. And so can everyone else. So I, I don't know. I, I think that's where it would need to start. Because then you start, you know, you grow up with those kids and you get into that school and whatever it may be. But um, I don't know. I do, I do think that is part of the problem. But whatever. Yeah. Talking to people at the Golden Globes, that does fucking nothing. Nothing. 
when you're not when you're not doing it at home go to your kid's school yeah when you're not doing it at home what, exactly. What 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 are you getting up on your soapbox for? If you're That's not if you're not thing. actually doing it at home, that'd That's be like me preaching about that shit. And then you're like, oh, where do Ross's kids go to school? They don't go there. Fuck no. Yeah. I'm not going to sit up here and preach about it. Like, I can tell you exactly it's what just I want. So different. It's one or the other. There is no in between school, if you will. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So. And we talked about this with Chris Rock too, where you know he was. Talking about in his last stand-up special, like oh, a bunch of white kids get shot, and then they can, you know, right? Go home. And it's like, hey, man, you, you your kids go to like the richest, whitest schools there is, like because yeah. you pay for it. Yeah. So what what are you talking about? Like that's what I would like to hear from one of these motherfuckers. Yeah, I put my kid in this fucking class, and that's what I challenge all of you to do. Not hiring fucking privileged ass white ladies that can do internships. So looking at the Golden Globes all the way around, I think this was a, the biggest contributing factor to the, the ratings were awful again. And, you know, it was the lowest in 10 years or whatever the fuck it was. Your boring host, every single person is just really going out of their way to make sure to let you know that they're the first or they're struggling, struggling with mm-hmm. something and mm-hmm. it's awful and my life is awful and mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. I can't I, like watching it last night. Like, I I've never just kept fast forwarding where I'm like, okay, how's this speech starting off? Yep, see you later. I don't like see to you see later. that many women. I find some of them <laughs> shrill and annoying. It's very rare to find a gal that I can like relate listen to. to, listen to, and be like, oh, you're cool. Yeah, very rare. Most of the time, they're and and with this times up thing, it's just this. Self-righteous. It's our time. We're just as good. No, you aren't. Yeah. You aren't. Um, and I'm sorry about that, but Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges was we're rad. Alive, man. Yeah. He's right, right? Yeah. We are alive. Yeah. Tag your it. Jeff Bridges didn't give a fuck last night. I love it. He didn't talk about being the first anything. And Carol Burnett. Didn't talk about the first anything. And they kept pushing that narrative. Yeah. And she kind of mentioned, you know, it was a different time. I don't know if she was more saying, I don't know if a show like that would be put on the air right now. Well, and that's true. It not, was just, not because of being a female. Though, no. Just, just because there's no comedy. Subject matter. Yeah. You know, the things that they were talking about. No famous people. She was just talking about normal stuff of like that show wouldn't be on right now. Her and Jeff Bridges had the best speeches of the night. It had nothing to do with with any first or politics or like nothing. Um, the biggest irony of last night I found was the you know they always trot out that woman who's the head of the Hollywood mm-hmm. Foreign Press. She gives a, a two and a half press. A, a, a two Hello. two and a half minute speech. Yes, thank you for coming. Time's up. Time is up times two. You know, it's time is up times two. Times two now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the biggest irony in all of that was then they give the best picture at the end of the night, best dramatic picture to Bohemian Rhapsody, mm. who was directed by Brian Singer, who was a pedophile. Oh, uh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. So we had no, I, he got fired, you know, midway through the movie for pedophilia. Um, <laughs> still had no, he wasn't there. Obviously, yeah. obviously, because time's up. Yeah, time's up. He was at a middle <laughs> school yesterday, but um, looking for his next prey. Sure, sure. But let's just go ahead and give that best picture. Mm-hmm. Time's up. 
But we can give you this because we really like the Live Aid thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Because that Live Aid karaoke. Like... In, a, in a movie about gay Freddie Mercury where they mentioned he was gay maybe, what, once or twice in it? Like, come on, man. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Ah. Um, you know, yeah, well, whatever. And then R. Kelly still. Still, still trotting around. Still trotting around. And that's, that's the real. You know, the hilarious thing about that, that diversity that R. Kelly doc that's going on right now. What? Is his iTunes numbers have spiked. Everybody's listening to R. Kelly songs. See? It's fucked. It's absolutely fucked. Oh, he's did this and this and this and this and this. And I thought they just took like, them off streaming. No, they're trying to. Well, there's a petition to, but you know, that, then what are you going to do? Take off MJ? You take off Michael Jackson too. Mm-hmm. Touching little kids. Mm-hmm. No, not one prayer will they take off Michael Jackson. So I don't, I don't know what they're going to do with his R. Kelly thing. I also revisited the Bobbit. The Bobbits. Oof. Let, let's, I tell you what, let's do the sponsors and then we'll get into that. We keep mm-hmm. just yammering along. Without sponsors, we do it every show. Every also, show. I need to say one thing about my jacket. Fire away. Do you guys remember that one, that homeless man GoFundMe fraud yeah. story? Yeah. Look up the, actually, I'll put the picture up. Okay. If you're watching the video show. I have her exact, the one that uh, stole all that money from GoFundMe. Yep. Homeless man gave her $20. Yeah. D- lots of holes in that story. $20, she ran out of gas. Yeah. And um, the picture that she took with him, boom. Jacket. Same jacket. Look at that. Same jacket, okay? Just basic white women everywhere wearing the same jacket. Yep. Love it. Love it. That was the first thing that tipped me off. Mm, uh, no, no. You don't have a debit card? Yeah. You have a debit card in there? I have a little, little... We needed the homeless man to give us 20 bucks. Yeah. And you need to look at your own self then. <laughs> you also need to look at BlackRifleCoffee.com for all your coffee needs. A uh, little BRCC. Kick off the new year. Uh, look, it, it gets delivered to your house same date of every single month if you are a member of the Coffee Club of the Month, which we are. We have been for, fuck me, I feel like we're going on two years now. Game right, changer. Because we're not idiots. I know. Uh, you don't have to go to Costco. It's about $4 cheaper. You get K-cups or bags. It's amazing. Uh, their hats, all their, all their products are amazing. Um, a big fan of them. And uh, their hoodies right now, two for 40 Get them, get them, get them. Use the one-time promo code of REVOLUTION for 20% off at BlackRifleCoffee.com. Finest coffee on the earth. Everybody keeps seeing it everywhere, popping up everywhere. And everybody's like, yo, man, whenever I wear something Black Rifle Coffee, somebody stops me out. It's true. Um, Cool kids on the block, those guys. Cool kids on the block. They are. Uh, Next up, we got a little bit of... Monica. In my bed. In my ghost bed. <laughs> Go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Where all the me too's happen. Flow forward slash it. Time's up. Get a new mattress. All right. Times two. Times two. Get the, the, the ghost bed Lux mattress. That's their times two. Two times the thickness in that thing. And they've got a cooling component in it. Greatest mattress on the planet. And I lied to you. I lied to your faces on the video show. If you're, if you're looking at me right in the eyes right now. They are still offering all of their Christmas specials right now. Their bundle packages are $7.99. $7.99 off right now. If you go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros, and there is no interest 
For 36. 36 months. Three years. No interest. Pay as you go plan. What did you lie about? You said they weren't running it anymore? Yeah. I was like, I think they're going to be up, man. After the the first week of January, I was like, get it now. And I was like, nah, they fucking left it, man. Um, You can get $300 off a regular mattress, free pillows. The pillows are just as great as the goddamn mattress. I wouldn't lie to you on this. It's too big of a cost, man. Uh, If it's not the best mattress on the planet, you can punch me right in the gooch. You can gooch punch me. So go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. That's the sister show I host, James. Uh, next up, we got strikeforceenergy.com. Strikeforce Energy. You don't, you don't do the bombs anymore. I think people have had enough of me. Uh, you're slacking. I think people have had enough of my shit. Sleep at the to wheel. To be honest. Sleep at the wheel. To be honest. Four amazing flavors. A ridge, lemon, orange, and make America grape again. Jabe's. 10-pack, 40-pack, 750-milliliter bottle coming at ya. What's, what's with your eyes right now? Buddy. Man, you were, I mean, that was a good 10 seconds uh, <laughs> video show. Um, that You need some strike force to, to kick it into high gear today, Jabes. I do. Can you do the sponsor theme? Can. Uh, we got that 750-milliliter bottle, too, that, look at this guy. Boom, boom. Pop a couple squirts in and go. This will wake you up. This will give you some fucking energy. Kick the can, kids. You don't need it anymore. Better than five-hour energy. Better than everything that you could possibly imagine. Next up. Oh, dude. Fucking revolution. Promo code. 20% off. Strikeforceenergy.com. I've had a little bit of Strikeforce today. Or a lot of it. Uh, Next up, we got straightrazors.com. Ooh, that's a clean cut. Smooth. No, nope. Gotta, gotta, gotta speed that up today. No, they're gonna cut it off on the audio show, James. I need you to not talk in my backswing, please. <laughs> this is my time. You want me to get involved? I'm uh, getting involved. Twelve seconds is too long, James. It's you, too long. You cannot talk in my silence. It's too long. If you continue to do it, I will not do it. <laughs> I need you to be silent. I need people to think that maybe it shut off. No. Stop. Go. Go. You like it? Oh, there it is. There it is. <laughs> We've had people write in saying, dude, I literally thought the episode cut out. Yeah. yeah. That's what I want. Yeah. So you need to stop talking I in, do my, not want that. in my space. StraightRazors.com is the finest razors on the planet, finest shaving products in the biz. That's what's keeping this mustache going. A lot of people ask me, when are you going to shave that? I don't know. Maybe never. I've got the, the mustache wax. I feel good about myself. I feel spry. I feel like the mustache is coming in thicker and better than ever. I feel like a young Sam Elliott. And I, guess I still got one good arm to hold you with. Go to StraightRazors.com for all your grooming products as a man. You can get a nice little kit. And their aftershave smolder is the greatest goddamn thing on earth. Go to straightrazors.com, promo code REVOLUTION, 20% off. And as always, pick up my books. When darkness falls, he doesn't catch it, and at night she cries while he rides his steed. They're offering deals right now from Amazon. Let's face it, January is the month where Amazon offers their biggest deals. Wink. So go ahead and slide on over there. They're both on Audible. Uh, when Darkness Falls is currently the highest rated book on all of Audible right now. Jobless. Mm. Oof. Rough night. Yeah. Rough night, friend. Yeah, I can tell. 
I can tell. Well, the Golden Globes were on super late. They were. And then uh, it was a child. Yeah. It was a rough night for uh, RBG, too. What happened? Couldn't show up today. Mm. That is breaking news. Because we're, mm. we're recording this on Monday. Right. Uh, RBG will not sit for the Supreme Court arguments for the first time ever. Look, she's been doing it for how many years at this point? 50? Something crazy like that? Yeah. Um, maybe 35. I don't, I don't really know either Nobody way. Nobody knows. There's no way to find either out. way, man, this is cause they said when she had cancer, that's, you know, she was better. She was healing. She was at home. She was going back to work. Mm-hmm. Now she's not going back to work, man. The hell that will ensue. If, if something happens here and this continues is uh, crazy, I wouldn't put it past them if they just put her on life support for two years and wait for that election in 2020. Oh, seriously. They're going to weekend at Ruthie's. Yeah. Weekend at Ruthie's. Her. Boy, when I saw that, I was like, oh, she will be propped boy. up. Hugh boy. Ooh. Man. Um, Keep her on life support. Whew. Dang, can they do that? I don't they know. They will do that if they can. And the thing is, is like she she's a frail person to begin with. This yeah. is not this is not good news for RBG. I always laugh at the biopic that they're doing of her or that ha- they have done. It's out. Out. It's out right now. It's, yeah. I say that they're doing because it just nobody's going to see. Nobody's going to see it. I'm yeah. not going to see it. But whatever. Yeah. I always laugh when they go. And what's your name? Ruth Bader Ginsburg, and they want it to be this, yeah. you know, yeah. like bitch uh, moment, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and it's like, hey. so not. And you're just like, oh, they just so misread the masses as far as what we wanted to see. Boy, did they they thought those memes were yep. going to translate oh, yeah. into a bunch of people going to see a movie. No. It did, and it's by the way, just I, I that, called it's it that kind of naivete. Yeah, that that if you see a bunch of memes about something or something goes a little bit viral, that you can capitalize it in that way. And I called it. it. I, I said the RBG thing wouldn't do well. Vice didn't do well. They didn't. Um, the Ocasio Cortez thing that's going on right now too is. I said this would be a beautiful disaster, and it is. She was on sixty Minutes last night. What's the look you, you call it that she has in her eyes at all times? What cr- the crazy eyes? <laughs> yeah, well, you just you just can't hide crazy. Yes, that's what you said. You can't hide crazy. You, can't hide crazy. you cannot like her eyes and the camera bug does out of not her, lie. No, yep. her eyes bug out of her head. I don't know if you got a chance to see this last night with uh, Coop Dog. I did not, Anderson but I am going to rewatch. Cooper it. obviously hates Trump and hates Republicans and all that other shit, which is fine. Uh, like we we know who he is, it, it it's not a surprise. The surprise though is when he actually had to sit down with her because now this is the face of the Democratic Party, and it just you can he's see, not an idiot. No, he's no, still a smart, really guy, smart guy. So he has to, you know, the questions that he's asking were were pretty good, don't you think? Of trying to normally get normally he would pounce. After these right, answers, true. and he was—you could see him mentally just being like, uh, "How do I rephrase this just like, to ugh. make it seem like she's not crazy?" I, look, she wants to raise taxes in New York to seventy percent on on the rich. Coop dog's like, "Whoa, whoa, hi, Cooper's like, "That is my he tax is, brackets." Ooh, he is, brother. He has always been in that tax bracket since he was a 
child. Yeah, his he knows, family. He's a Vanderbilt. He knows his family. No other family's family. Mm-hmm. Is every when he pulls up, you know, ancestry dot com, he can probably trace trace his his richness back to maybe the twelve hundreds. You know, you're just like, oh, yeah, definitely kings and queens. And they owned slaves like five years ago. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like they they were so rich. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And under and like Vanderbilt. So to see her say I'm a radical and then she compared herself to Lincoln and FDR. Sure. Which. um. Because they were radical. Yeah, because she said when he abolished slavery and had the Emancipation Proclamation, people considered that radical. Yeah, he was also a Republican. You could you could say that if you wanted to. Um, And it was the it was the Democratic Party that tried to stop him from abolishing slavery. You could you could say that. Um, FDR. It was radical that he started Social Security or whatever. No, it was a. It was a smart choice and a and a and a good good shot at it. Mm-hmm. Um, raising taxes seventy percent to seventy percent on people that's not going to do anything. Because the problem with this, she wants universal. In this interview last night, she wants universal health care, free colleges, free tuition, and then everybody, all the rich, to be taxed to pay for the poor, and it's to, to even out. The problem with that, and, and she wants she wants to eliminate uh, ICE borders border control, all of that shit. The problem with it is, if you don't know the number, the exact number, what the consensus is of how many people living in this country, you don't know how much to tax or who to tax and why because you don't know who needs to be paid for. Mm-hmm. Poor-wise, everything else. So if you have constant stream of illegal immigrants coming into the country, you've got to pay for them. You're going to keep having to raise taxes because there's so many more people that you're paying for that you don't know about. Right. And that's the biggest issue with this. And he was like, we taxed you guys, but it just, the it money just doesn't seem to be going to where it needs to go. Work. California is the greatest example of it. I mean, they're, look, ever since I lived there, they've been almost bankrupt on their budget every year and they just can't figure it out. Yeah. Where's the money going Where's to? Where's it going? And they just keep <laughs> raising taxes. It keeps getting more expenses to live there. Why? I don't understand oh. where the money's going. <sighs> It could be the millions of undocumented people that are living in, in, your, yeah, in your state. Jesus Christ. <laughs> None of this will ever work in a million years. And the, the beauty of this is this, they've fixated on her, on this 28-year-old. She was a, she was a bartender, which I didn't know. Uh, she was a bartender, waitress working at a thing. This is now the face of your party. What is her train? Good she, luck. She did go to college for it, though, right? I don't know. I I I, I would just assume pluck a bartender. I assume she went to college. Yeah, but I, I look. I, I don't really know. Now she's in there, and there the media is going to go real hard after her. The other the other biggest issue, and I've said this on a, on a previous show, is now that you're getting closer and closer to the next election. We're in 2019. The next election is 2019. Primaries and all that other shit's going to start this year, right? You have two different Democratic parties now because if she's the face and then you have Bernie Sanders and then on the other side you have of the Democrats, you have Elizabeth Warren, Mm -hmm. Biden and Hillary Clinton. What's what's the what's the breakthrough? Because let's face it, Bernie had a lot of fucking people behind him 
with his socialist shit four years ago, and he got close. He got real cro- close to beating Hillary. If you have two, if you have one party that's split on socialism and then just being like you know normal Democrats, mm-hmm. I, I don't know how you bridge that divide and how those primaries are going to go because it's going to be real fractured, and it's going to be a fun fun watch coming up. I'm I'm excited about it. Yeah, and I watching this Coop Talk interview. Whew. Boy, you didn't get the sense that Coop was kind of like eesh at all. I did. Okay, but but he didn't come because out and I say think, it is the problem. No, but so with with you take uh, Sarah Palin, right? Because that's what she reminds me of. By the way, yes, she reminds me of Sarah Palin, where yes. it's like, hey, you're not smart enough to be talking in public about politics whatsoever. You have and ideals eventually that can get other dumb people riled up right yeah, yeah. It, just like talking at a bar yeah and being like you know what we should do that's what it feels like yeah but with no and then you start to pry with those people that make these big statements and they don't really know how they yeah, would yeah, do yeah, it yeah, yeah i don't know that's for them to figure out but i think we should you know what i mean there's that that kind of vibe i get from her but yeah it, it it is to for, for your bar analogy. It's like somebody who's like, you know, what we should do shots of tequila, and then the next morning everybody's wrecked. That's what this is to me, right? Where this is all. It all sounds great, shots of tequila, and sure. then wait till the next morning. What's going to happen with this? Yeah, because yeah. she's going to have her and Bernie are going to have their certain followers. I, I don't I, I don't know where Elizabeth Warren fits in all this shit. At all. She just makes or me she, laugh. And it's just so uncomfortable. She's so uncomfortable. Then you have Biden and, and Hillary from the old school, where it's mm-hmm. just like nobody wants that either. Hillary's then, not. Is then she... Beto. Beto's probably their candidate that, that should, but they're going to kill each other. To I, I don't even know if he lasts through all of this chaos and madness that's going to happen. So I don't know. And then we're, look, we're two days into her even being there. She's going to give more and more interviews, this chick, over and over and over again. And it's going to get crazy. The same way with Palin. Same way with Palin. It just got so fucking crazy with Sarah Palin. You can't hide crazy. You can't hide stupid, and especially in these interviews. No. Because you're not always going to get Anderson Cooper that's going to like guide you through and kid glove you. Yeah. Has she ever even done a, you know, Fox News or some no, kind of... No. no, This was her big she first... She would get ripped apart. Up, apart. Apart. Yeah. So this is her first big uh, intro to the world, and it's only going to get worse after this, unless they figure out a way to hide her, but I, she doesn't seem to want to be hidden, so I don't know. I don't know, but watching that last night, it, it reminded me of that Sarah Palin interview on... I, I believe it was on 60 Minutes. It was it was Katie Couric. So what is that? It was NBC? <sighs> I think I think she, I don't know. I I, I, I think Wasn't it was it? sixty minutes that 60. that brought her down. Oh, okay. And I feel like this reminded me of that where it was like, uh oh, Cooper was nice enough, but the next person will not be so nice. Yeah. And there's there's going to be hell to pay. <laughs> hell to pay. Speaking of hell to pay. You got a crime corner, don't you, James? Oh, crime corner. Crime corner. Crime corner. Um, this comes from Detective Will. Mm. Uh, blessed Reverend. 
is his handle. Ah! He likes to stay under the radar a little bit. And this one's, we all do. This one's dark, you guys. It's not going to be fun and games. Okay. Okay. Sometimes sure. I do have to do some hard hitting ish store anyways. Ugh, you feel dirty about this before we've even begun. So a woman in a vegetative state gives birth. Yeah. God. A nursing facility. How? Mm. How is that possible? So now they're investigating the staff. Oh, no. So she wasn't pregnant before? No, she's like a patient there. Kind of a vegetative. Holy shit. Right? Was this, was this bad? Oh, man, James. <laughs> this reminds me of uh, Kill Bill with, with Uma Thurman. What? She was what in happened? a vegetative state. She was in a coma, and that guy was... Coming in to have sex with her. Oh, yeah. I mean. Uh, do you think that happens a lot? Clearly. I think it happens. God damn it. I mean, these are normal. These aren't people that are like the staff as far as like just bathing stuff, nightly night staff. They yeah. aren't doctors. You know, no. they aren't um, the higher uh, echelon in the world. Yeah. They're uh, minimum wage. They don't get paid a lot. They're just normal Yeesh. caregiver. God, that is, <laughs> that's the worst one you've ever done, James. Um, I told you, I was like, this is going to be dark. Every... But look, look, <laughs> people keep sending me all this, you know, dark stuff. That's yeah, what the boy. detectives have been working on. I guess mm. this is what you guys want to hear. Do you know what I mean? I guess, James. I don't, that was, that was a bad one. How, how many months is she pregnant? Do we know? She gave birth, dude. Oh, she's, she full on gave birth. Full on gave birth, dude. In how do you, how does the baby come out? Well, your body, whether you. It would push it automatically? Yeah, yeah. Your body does it. Like, that's the thing. You can't, can't, you can't hold. Oh, no. You can't hold the baby in forever as much no. as some moms want to, huh? Yeah. Get back in here. Yeah. Get back in the is that, world. Is it on your phone? I was going to look at a different one. Gosh. No, I, I, I think we're good, James. Okay. You're on the video show just, just texting right now. No, I'm not texting. Oh boy. I don't know if I can recover from that. That is so many images in my mind of who, why, what, where, and then what do you do with the child? Legally, it's hers. She's right. got to have relatives that are probably still alive. But you can do, and then you do DNA tests, you can find out the culprit. Boom. Done. No. Well, you'd have to do it, I guess, with the hospital staff. Right? Or who else was it? Yeah. Or was it a friend that came in and did it? I mean, there's a lot of people it could be. Let's say it's not somebody working at the hospital. Yeah. Then what? Let's say it was like a visitor, a friend or uh, an ex-boyfriend, an ex-husband. Jeez. What a way to start off the Monday. Crime <laughs> Corner. Sorry. Crime This is why. This is corner. what I'm going to say, though. This is why I don't do the dark ones that you guys send me. Oh, man. Okay? Because <laughs> nobody wants real crime. Nobody wants real dark stuff. Oof. We want the... Uh, Boy. 
you know. That one, that one hurts. That one hurts on the inside. Isn't that crazy? It's a real thinker. It's a real thinker. Well, it's a problem. <laughs> it's a it problem is. in these uh, nursing facilities, okay? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that was, I mean. Uh, by the way, breaking news. Kevin Spacey just made his first uh, court appearance. Ooh. Did he, did he show up? Yeah. He looks good. It looks good. So the, the, the rumor with him, not a rumor, uh, this is what his manager said, actually, um, is that he's been getting tons of acting offers, but from Europe, f- hmm. from like uh, Russia and uh, European countries to be in shit, where they're just like, hey, man. We don't care. Nope. And uh, allegedly, he said, he told his manager, he was like, this will all blow over in three to four years and I'll be back because I'm the fucking best. And what everyone has now said about him is that he's one of the smartest people that they've ever met in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And like he's slowly plotting his return and he'll do it. Well. If he's not guilty in this trial, which I don't know. I don't see how he would be. Uh, I don't see how he'll be found guilty in this one. I just why? don't. It went on for like six minutes. Um, you know, he's the, the, the groping in public. Yeah. And they allege that he, you know, got this guy drunk or whatever. If you're in public at a bar then and you're making he out. He wasn't the one that got him drunk. The person at behind the bar got not him. Not only that, but like if you're making out openly at a bar and all this other shit and other people are around, I, I, I don't know how this one shakes out that, that it's going to go against him. It's going to make him look like shit, but like, I don't know. I don't know if he'll be back. Um, I know he's in some fucked up shit and he probably shouldn't be, mm-hmm. but, uh, I don't know. Uh, my, my, my aunt Dawn, by the way, uh, hit me up because we did the show of like, why was he hiding out in Baltimore? She said house of cards shoots there. And oh, I looked it up okay. and I was like, all right, cool. Okay. But that's still ballsy then like real ballsy to be like, Hey, Is he like driving by set or like, yeah, I, don't know. I don't know. That's what I thought too. It was just like, man. Are you picking up stuff from craft services still? Right? Are you just doing a little drive-by to see? Are you consulting behind the scenes? Oh, man. I don't know. I don't know. I don't either. Strange. Super strange. But yeah, he he went and he's pleading not guilty. So, Spacey. Spacey's back. Um, R. Kelly. That fucking thing over the weekend. I finally got down to, I watched, uh, I think, the first three of those things. Mm -hmm. Man, that's weird. It's weird and it's real and it's, you yeah. know, yeah. equal opportunity as far as cult leaders. They're usually white. Look that looky there. Diversity. Yeah. Diversity is finally happening. We've got a black one and he, you cannot take him down. Man. The weird thing though is like, I would say most of these girls who testified were on the, were either 17, 18, 19. Like it was on the cusp. A lot of these states are 17 as well. Yeah, and I don't know if it was the age or the 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 culty stuff, like the the keeping them in the house and like, you know, they visited the house that they all were kept in together. Yeah, and um, the mind control, and um, you know, the girls that still haven't seen their parents, stuff like that. I think that's more of the the issue. I I don't know if it's the age so much anymore. Although Ugh. he likes a certain gap. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when he's yeah. this age, he likes some 15, 16. When he's this age, he like you know. Yeah. The the other surprising thing about it was he his ex wife did it did the show, mm-hmm. and 
you know, she did say like when they were married, she was like, it was a normal loving relationship and he was a real person and he was probably a genius. Um, you know, musical genius is what oh. she said. She was just like, look, the things that he could do that I saw and everything else, like, you know, uh, you could see how people would be lured in because he was a genius. It wasn't like snow, you know, it was luring people in from informer, you know, it was just like, sure, sure, sure. I mean, but that's how, that's why it's so hard to, uh, take him down. Yeah. Yeah. Is because people actually. Same with Mike, Mike Michael Jackson and those yeah. guys. Yeah. Imagine if my, I, cause I was thinking about this, like imagine if Michael Jackson was alive today in this era and you had footage or files of all that shit, like, boy, it would be a whole different world, wouldn't it? Yeah. We'd actually get to like, get to the point where a lot more people would hate him and not just me. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy because he's still popular. He died just in time. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's, he's still popular and he's still, you know, being played everywhere. And, oh, and uh, we just, my God, how many, God, we just turned so many blind eyes. Uh, to my, Michael Jackson. Jesus, yeah. dude. Uh, crazy, I right? I just like to sleep in the bed with the kids. <laughs> and we were like he's just a kid at heart yep remember all the things that people say you guys how do you feel about that now how do you feel about you have said you have said in your life he's just uh, i think he's just fun loving childlike childlike yeah he didn't have a childhood now and it, now yeah. He didn't have a childhood, so he likes to relive his childhood with other children in his bed. Yeah, crazy. Without the parents there. Yeah. No. If that happened today, boy, the documentary you, Look, you would have on that would be endless. I thought it was fucking crazy when it was happening. So the fact that. I, I don't know what happens. That people don't talk about him in that way anymore is insane to me. I don't know what happens when you get that big. Like, what is it? What, what really goes on? Because they all say the same thing. It's the power and it's the thing. And I just, I, I don't really understand it. In today's world, I do. Because you have social media and people can come at you all day long. And if you choose to read it, which it's kind of hard not to. Yeah. Not to read, you know, comments or things about yourself unless you just don't have social media whatsoever. I think when you have enough fans to shut down your accusers, like kind of with the R. Kelly thing, where it's just like there's enough fans that are like these girls are fucking out for money, blah, 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 bullshit. Yeah. Then you can get away with it. And the more you get away with it, the more it's just normal. So like there was enough Michael Jackson fans that were like, oh yeah, these kids just want money. Yeah. Their moms took money for it. But now they're su so there was enough people that normalized this fucking crazy ass bullshit <laughs> with the fucking monkey and all the like elephant man bones and the kids in the bed. And we just, gosh, beat it. And I beat it. Didn't even. That's my fucking thing with him. His music to me is not fucking good enough for the craziness that we all just like. He fucking nose. His nose fell off. He was bright fucking white overnight. Yeah. All of these things. The the Priestley. What's her name? Oh, uh, Presley. Presley, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That awkward kiss. Remember that? Uh, 
when they were dating for a second. I think they were married. They were married. I don't know. Gross. I just wonder, like, as the person himself, when that when that light goes out for you and you don't understand what you're doing anymore. What do you mean? Like with Michael Jackson or R. Kelly or or any of these people. There's enough. Again, there's enough people around you. That creates this fortress. They allow you to do all the things that you're doing. They facilitate it. And then the fans are the second rung of that. Yeah. That keep you insulated from all these fucking people that are going to come, come up. They're going to call them a liar. They're going to be like, discredit them. Right. So you're just, you just get in your, your sense of reality is like, I can do what I'm doing is normal. There's enough people around me telling me that it's okay. So yeah, I'm going to flaunt it. I'm going to walk out with the boy holding his hand. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? I'm going to flaunt it in that way. Craziness. Yeah, it's weird, man. And, uh, you know, a lot of people talking about losing your mind, talking about Kanye, talk about Kanye the same way of like, he's going to fucking, he's had a break and all this other shit. I was at a surprise party last night. And uh, this guy wanted to talk to me about rap, listens to the show. Mm-hmm. And we're just like, yeah, you know, so-and-so, so-and-so, so-and-so is great or whatever. And I was like, well, there's still Kanye. Kanye's, you know, still the best or whatever. And I was like, fuck Kanye. Fuck this whole shit. And then I was like, eh, what, was, what, was your, what was the number one album last year? Yeah. And he was like, Push It To You. And I was like, who produced it? Yeah. Kanye. And he's like, well, yeah, yeah, but, you know, nobody's going to work with him after that MAGA bullshit and everything else. And I was like, today, this today's article, no, he's recording a new album right now. He's, he's currently in Miami with uh, Lil Wayne was spotted there, Migos, uh, Timbaland, all of them were there. I, no, people will kill to work with this guy forever. That's a good comment on the Times right now. People are more outraged and will cut him off for... Um, supporting our president than they will for people touching kids and fucking keeping harems of <laughs> girls. Do you know, know what I'm saying? Know. You know what's worse than touching kids? Yeah. Supporting Trump. Yeah. That we will not stand for. <laughs> Beat it. Beat, Beat it. it. <laughs> That's not even how it goes, huh? No. I don't even like him enough no. to know how one of his songs You don't goes. know the song, Beat it. Beat it. Yep. Eh. You, yep. you don't even know the song. It doesn't go. Beat it. No. Nope. Uh, 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 no. Uh, 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 uh. Nope. <laughs> it doesn't go anything like that whatsoever. Like not. You're not even close to how that song actually goes. Go, do it. Sing a couple bars. <laughs> Sing a couple bars. You don't know the song. Beat I don't know one. Jackson. I don't know one of his songs besides like. Just because I am a Free Willy fan, sure. Not not, not a, a Michael, Michael Jackson, Jackson fan. fan. Hold me like the river Jordan. Yeah, you I definitely. Am a woman. <laughs> no one says shit. You. Need to, to brush up on your beat it. No, no, still no, 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 not at all. You have you've gone. Should I play beat it at the end down of the, the rabbit? Hole. No, we will be flagged. Oh, oh, the oh. Michael Jackson estate will tear down the show. We will be sued. Oh, no, yeah. 
definitely do not play that. But we can get to the revolutionary figure of the day, James, because it is that time. Um, I'm gonna. I got to give this out to Cody Parkey, the kicker, the kicker for uh, oh boy, the Bears. I've never seen it. I've never seen a, a field goal to end the game hit the upright and then the crossbar. I, I've never seen it in a playoff game. In a game of that magnitude, I have never, ever seen that happen before. I, and, and I'll go as far as to say this because I didn't say this at the top of the show. I don't really blame him. It's so impossible to do, to hit the upright and the crossbar. Like That ball could have gone right in or left out and went out, and that was the game. Mm-hmm. You're that, when you're that close, if he, if he had shanked it by like 50 yards to the left or something like that, then I blame him. Right. A, a kick that close, which, by the way, there was footage that was released this morning that showed in mega slow motion that it actually got tipped at the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. So it was it was technically oh, oh, blocked, okay, and that's okay. why it, it went that way. Got it, got it, got it. I don't blame him for that miss kicked at, at all. That happens. Um, if you and if you're that close, come on, man. I mean that's that's too close. Yeah. He, he was three inches either way. You're you're good to go. Now again, if you scold it and shanked it, you know. Oh sure. Fifty yards to the left, fine. You suck. Right. You're a loser. Go home. Laces right. laces out. Whatever you want to say. Well, that you're not one a Bears fan either, so that's a different. It's a different story. You're very forgiving of him, whereas I don't know if ah. a diehard Bear fan would feel the same way that you feel. <coughs> Just saying, I don't blame him. I don't think they're saying that. I would have. I'll put it this way: I would have rather lost on that kick than to be up twenty-eight-three, and then have it, have the Patriots come back and win. In the, in the greatest collapse ever, I would rather lose a game on that kick rather right. than being up by 28-3 in a, two seconds. And so I, I can relate it to that in a, in a fandom world where it's like, all right, what would be worse? The, the, other, the other would be far worse. Um, or just shanking it to the fucking left all the way. Because tonight's the national championship, and that happened last year. So Alabama and Clemson are playing tonight. We don't know the answer to that, which is uh, for the audience. I, I, we, we would have talked about it, but it's, it, we're recording a day early. The guy last year had the chance to win the game at the buzzer, and he shanked it like 30 yards left, and you were like, let's kill him and bury him. Luckily, his team came back and won, but then you have a right to where you're just like, oh, boy, you just choked. You were not even close. This, this poor son of a bitch, he almost made it, and it got tipped. Mm. Yeah, I feel bad for him. All right. So if you're asking him if I feel bad for the, the man, I do now. So All right. Cody Parkey. Never seen a kick like that. And I don't know that we will ever see that play again in the history of the NFL when it, when it, in the playoffs. So shit, man. Crazy. Jabes. I um, want you to go to uh, Apple Music because you're a family member. Beat it. Yeah. Oh. Beat it and listen to Michael Jackson <laughs> okay. the rest of the day. I won't do it. Try to figure it out. I'm not gonna do it. Try to figure it out. Uh-uh. I'm go. good. I'm good on all that. All right, let's go. Yeah, for Jesse Wiseman, aka the Jables. I am Ross Patterson. This is the Revolution. Good night, everyone. <laughs> good night. 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.